Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Genesis 8. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, thank you for the salvation we have in Jesus. We pray that we would understand your plan better as we study this flood in this chapter. We thank you. Through Jesus, amen. Genesis 8. And God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and all the domesticated animals that were with him in the ark. And God caused a wind to blow over the earth, and the waters subsided, and the fountains of the deep and the windows of the heavens were closed, and the rain from the heavens was restrained, and the waters receded from the earth gradually, and the waters abated at the end of one hundred and fifty days. And the ark came to rest in the seventh month, on the seventeenth day of the month, on the mountains of Ararat. And the waters continued to recede to the tenth month. In the tenth month, on the first of the month, the tops of the mountains appeared. And it happened that at the end of forty days, Noah opened the window of the ark that he had made, and he sent out a raven. It went to and fro until the waters were dried up from upon the earth. And he sent out a dove, to see whether the waters had subsided from upon the face of the ground. But the dove did not find a resting place for the sole of her foot, and she returned to him into the ark, for the waters were still on the face of all the earth. And he stretched out his hand and took her, and brought her to himself into the ark. And he waited another seven days, and again he sent out the dove from the ark. And the dove came to him in the evening, and behold, a freshly picked olive tree leaf was in her mouth. And Noah knew that the waters had subsided from upon the earth. And he waited seven more days, and he sent out the dove, but it did not return again to him. And it happened that in the six hundred and first year, in the first month, on the first day of the month, the waters dried up from upon the earth. And Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked, and behold, the face of the ground was dried up. And in the second month, on the twenty-seventh day of the month, the earth was dry, And God spoke to Noah, saying, Go out from the ark, you and your wife and your sons and your sons' wives with you. Bring out with you all of the living things which are with you, from all the living creatures, birds and animals, and everything that creeps on the earth, and let them swarm on the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. So Noah went out with his sons and his wife and the wives of his sons with him, every animal, every creeping thing, And every bird, and everything that moves upon the earth, according to its families, went out from the ark. And Noah built an altar to Yahweh. And he took from all the clean animals, and from all the clean birds, and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And Yahweh smelled the soothing fragrance. And Yahweh said to himself, Never again will I curse the ground for the sake of humankind, because the inclination of the heart of humankind is evil from his youth. Nor will I ever again destroy all life, as I have done. As long as the earth endures, seed and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, will not cease. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 7, the flood built up, from 7 days to 40 days to 150 days. Then, at the beginning of chapter 8, Moses tells us that God remembered Noah, and God caused a wind to blow over the waters. 
So God has finished destroying his creation and he is ready to start creating again. This reminds us of the original creation when the earth was formless and all water, and the Spirit of God was over the surface of the water. The word wind is the same word as spirit in Hebrew. So God turns off the water and things start to slowly recede. Then we have 150 days, then 40 days, and then 7 days. Noah sends out a raven, but it just flies around. Then Noah sends out a dove, and the second time she comes back with a freshly picked olive tree leaf. So that told Noah that the water was going down, life was returning, the leaves were coming out. But Noah waits until God tells him it is time to leave the ark. And God tells them to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth which is the same thing he commanded them at the original creation. So the first thing Noah does when he goes out of the ark is to build an altar to God and offered from each type of clean animal as a sacrifice to God. And it says that God smelled the soothing fragrance. Now, if we smelled that, we probably wouldn't call it a soothing fragrance. But God isn't smelling in human ways. God is smelling a sacrifice. So God says that even though people are evil, He is not going to destroy everything again, as long as the earth remains. And now for a deeper dive. I want to think about some of the symbolic meanings of the flood. Things that Moses probably didn't understand even when he wrote it. But Peter says in 1 Peter 3.20, who were formerly disobedient when the patience of God waited in the days of Noah while an ark was being constructed, in which a few, that is, eight souls, were rescued through water. And also, corresponding to this, baptism now saves you. Not the removal of dirt from the flesh, but an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So Peter sees Noah and the flood as a picture of baptism. Noah had water over him in the rain, coming down and under him and around him, So Noah was saved through water, and Peter connects that to our baptism when we are covered in water. When Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist at the beginning of his ministry, it says in Matthew 3, 16, Now after he was baptized, Jesus immediately went up from the water, and behold, the heavens opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove coming upon him. And behold, there was a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. The Spirit came on Jesus like a dove. Sort of like the dove after the flood for Noah. And Noah's dove brought an olive leaf. Olive oil represented the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament. They would anoint priests and prophets and kings with olive oil to represent the Holy Spirit. And Jesus received the Holy Spirit. So I think that the dove with the olive leaf is a picture of the Holy Spirit in this story. And why was God pleased with the sacrifice of Noah? Does God just love burning animals? No, but God does need a sacrifice for sin in order to have a relationship with us. We need our sins covered. And Jesus will be that sacrifice. So Noah's offering reminds God of the sacrifice of Jesus. And God is well pleased with Jesus. What does the offering of Jesus do? It atones for our sin. It covers over our sin. And interestingly, the word cover and pitch is the same word in Hebrew, which is related to the word atone. So, in chapter 6, verse 14, when God says, You must cover it with pitch, 
it could be the idea of atonement or covering over sin. So, in the midst of punishment for sin, the story of the flood is also giving us the story of our salvation from sin. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.